0: Hello, everybody, and a welcome to the Post-20 Podcast NFL Show. You are now listening to the Week 15 NFL Preview. We're going to go ahead and get into the recap of Week 14 before we do anything uh, with Week 15. But I am joined uh, this week again after we've we've been trying to catch up, um, but we're back together again. Jeremy's here. Um, And yeah, we're going to go ahead and get into things. Quickly, we'll go over some of the results from last week. Um, Maybe talk a little bit about some of these results. But a couple weird games: Steelers Vikings. One of those weird games. Another game where um, Steelers just only score in the fourth quarter. Uh, Game ends twenty-eight to thirty-six. Vikings cover. I think they were four and a half point favorites. Uh, Big Ben throws for three hundred yards, three touchdowns, and interception. Najee uh, Harris almost getting those 100 yards rushing, um, 100 all-purpose yards altogether. Chase Claypool was a good game, um, but the Vikings, man, they they came out to play. Dalvin Cook rushed for 205 yards in one of those arms-length thingies. Two touchdowns for him. Um, K.J. Osborne fills in for a injured Adam Thielen, and things just— really kind of panned out for the vikings um they were the favorite in this game they covered they won for me um and yeah it looked good what What do you think about this one
1: uh yeah i'm just over the Steelers' antics at yeah. this point in the season they do it every week they go down 30 points and then they claw back but they never they never win they just fall short every time the only good news is is that when they were getting blown out, I did take the Steelers' spread live, which I thought was still not going to cover until the like last few drives of the game. But um, yeah, I'm done with the Steelers' antics. They're just kind of annoying at this point. Yeah,
0: I 100% agree. Um, that's why I went with the Vikes in this one, man. I just thought that that they would keep it together, and that four and a half was kind of enticing. I thought they definitely win by a touchdown after kind of letting things down the week before. So, okay, um, Saints Jets. Saints cover the spread. Come out win 30 to nine against the New York Jets, who look abysmal. Um, Taysom, you know, just kind of a game management game. Uh, rushes for almost 100 yards again. I think he had 75. Alvin Kamara comes back, gets a touchdown at 120 yards in his debut after injury, and then a receiving you know, core of a bunch of different players, Wan Smith, Callaway, Nick vanette Um, But nothing really to write home about that one. This was just a, a solid game. Two rushing TDs for Taysom Hill and one for Kamara. Um, Zach Wilson, no interceptions in this game, but they just didn't really get anything done. I mean, they looked pretty... Um, pretty mid, in my opinion, um, just nine points total for the Jets on that one. Um, you get anything out of that one? I didn't. I mean, it was, no, just... I mean,
1: yeah, that went as I expected. That was one of the, you know, less stressful yep. caches of the whole day. To be honest, I had the Saints spread and by halftime. I was like, yeah, the Jets are still the Jets and this should be easy to go. Yep. And it was,
0: yeah, I felt the same way. Um, slow start, but it was good. Uh, Falcons, one of the underdogs. I think there was only two or three underdogs that won this week. Um, they were one of them, twenty nine to twenty one against the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Matt Ryan, game management game for the most part. Quorrell Patterson gets a touchdown for himself, um, and also I believe Hayden Hurst had a receiving touchdown in this game. The Panthers came out looking you know, okay. Um, It was tied after the first quarter, but they fell off a little bit in the second before picking things back up in the third and fourth. Falcons just outscored them, and I think their offense has more teeth. Um, You know, it's just... The Panthers, you're going to get either Cam or PJ Walker or whatever his name is, Um, and that's really just not a great two-headed monster quarterback. Um, So this kind of went how I thought it would go. Um, and it was a good result to have because I had the Falcons on the money line, and I think a lot of people did.
1: Yeah, the Panthers shouldn't be favorites in any game the rest of the season. Both of our quarterbacks suck. Um, Christian McCaffrey now has COVID, I guess. Um, But we did cash the lock of the week in the first quarter, so that's positive.
0: Yeah, yeah, true. Um, Okay, Seahawks 33, Texans... Uh 13. So Russ comes out. They let Russ cook in this one. There's a couple bombs. 17 for 28, 260, 260 yards, and two touchdowns for him. Rashad Penny rushes for 140 yards. I mean, what the hell? Two TDs for him. Can't believe it. Breakout game for him. Um Alex Collins played, you know, the second back in this one. They have a couple run three running backs I think um, on this team DJ Dallas Collins and Rashad Penny but it looks like Penny is going to be the guy um, moving forward if he can replicate that sort of performance Tyler Lockett Mondo game 142 yards and a touchdown Joe Everett catches a touchdown as well and DK Metcalf continues to be really uh, a ghost um, not much to say about the Texans they suck they are with Davis Mills for the rest of the season under center but he's terrible what do you uh what do you think about dk what, what's going on is he just not as good as we thought he was or well
1: no i feel like a lot of teams have caught on to the way they use him because they really have just used him as like running a straight line yep like that's the only way they get the ball into his hands i think it's probably not going to happen this season but next season they're going to work more trying to get him you know running some shorter routes work on that route running and not so much just speed and athleticism and get him more involved because he has the the tools obviously we've all seen to be successful but i just don't think that his current um like play style uh is a very good one for the current NFL because they can stop someone running straight eventually.
0: Yeah, no, I'd, I'd have to agree. I just think, you know, you can even like with his height and his, um, size, you know, maybe even get him running some of the same sorts of routes that tight ends run. Right. I'm just sending him down the field for hail Mary. Sure. It's nice every once in a while. It's nice to have that threat too, but, um, it's, it's not the end all be all for a guy like that who, has the ability to do pretty much whatever he wants and get away with it. Um okay, we'll move on. Raiders nine, Chiefs forty-eight. Wow. Um Chiefs came out, outscored the Raiders in the first half, thirty-five to three, destroyed them. I mean, this was complete nomination they were running the ball they were getting the ball to Josh Gordon you know he had a touchdown Derek Gore had a touchdown Clyde had two um Terrell Williams <laughs> had one like what a what a bizarre game um this was vintage chiefs although we weren't seeing Tyreek and Kelsey we were seeing um a variety of of different players get on the board here the raiders just couldn't get anything going on the offense and, until um you know not really until any point they just couldn't get it going in general uh hunter renfro at 117 yards he seems to get um these crazy games even when the raiders underperform um but the raiders are poised uh for for a good matchup next week against a browns team who has nobody we'll get to that but what do you think about your chiefs here i know you're you're kind of a fan
1: uh yeah the offense looked good Um, I was afraid that they were going to do that same thing they've been doing the last couple weeks where they go down and they score the first drive and you're like, oh, the Chiefs are back and then they're not. Um, but I think it's safe to say with them winning six in a row now, I believe. And with them now, you know, finally getting close to putting up 50 points, I think we can finally say they're back. Yeah. And the good thing for the Chiefs is that it hasn't even been like Tyreek and Kelsey dominant. All these other like role player guys, Byron Pringle, players like that, that haven't gotten a lot of use in past years, are stepping up and making plays, which just gives them more options come playoff time. And, you know, there will be a Tyreek breakout game eventually, there will be a Travis Kelsey breakout game eventually. So. I think they're good. They're looking good. And honestly, with the way a lot of these other top teams have been playing, I would have to say they're top two favorite, in my opinion, to win the Super Bowl at this point.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I actually, um, we are now, you know, just, just quickly talking about the Chiefs. Their game tomorrow, Um tell you something right now. Derwin James and uh, Austin Eckler have been officially listed as questionable and I think are leaning towards doubtful. So the Chiefs go up against the uh, Chargers team who are going to be severely depleted, perhaps. Um, Food for thought um, for you before you make your pick later on. Okay. Uh, Ravens 22, Browns 24. God. Um, I should have taken Ravens plus three. I took Ravens money line. They didn't cover for me. Lamar Jackson gets hurt early on. Tyler Huntley comes in. Doesn't really come alive until the fourth quarter, but man, he's been he, he looked great. Um, he strung together a couple good drives, and the Ravens recovered the onside kick and everything. You know, they had some life there at the end, but they couldn't get it done. Uh, Baker sucks still. I think he's terrible. I think that this Browns team is terrible, to be honest. It's been nice to see Landry kind of come back and do a job. He gets a touchdown in this game. But overall, I just think they're toothless. I think their defense is kind of mediocre. I know they have Garrett, but I don't really ever worry about the Browns in a serious sense. Kind of blows my mind that they're 7-6. and Um, What what did you think about the Ravens here? I mean, they cost me like $6,000, so.
1: Um. Well, I mean, I only—I mean, I had the money line on um, Bob, yeah, uh, but I had the plus nine in a teaser, which they luckily backdoor covered at the end of the game for no reason. Um, but I was just thinking about the whole AFC North here while you were talking, and I know I'm going to catch a lot of flack from our friends for saying this. Yeah, but I think the Bengals are the best team in the division, and it's not even close. Like these other teams, when you think about it, should be amazing. Ravens should be very good. The Browns should be very good. And the Steelers should be unbelievable. And they all come out every week. And at least two of the three teams suck horribly. Yeah. And it's kind of crazy to think about. But, I mean, I think moving forward, this is going to be the Bengals division. Um, it might start this year. It might start next year. But it's just going to be the Bengals and Lamar, in my opinion, moving forward in the AFC North.
0: Yeah, 100%. Um, okay, let's move on. We have, where are we at? This, this never gets easier. Cowboys 27, Washington 20. The Dallas Cowboys almost let the Washington football team back into this game. I mean, holy shit. Talk about cocky. Dak Prescott throws for 211 yards, a touchdown, uh, two interceptions, one of those being a pick six. Zeke has a terrible game, even though he was really the only guy here. Uh, Corey Clement slotted in there as RB2 um, and had almost as much yards as, as Zeke on one more carry. So uh, that's kind of a problem. Uh C.D. Lamb, decent game. Gallup, decent game. Amari Cooper, decent game. But I, I, Cowboys are like paper tigers, or maybe it's just coaching. I don't know. I, I don't have really any sort of faith in them whatsoever. Um, Heineke leads the team back towards the end. You know, it gets close, but they ultimately can't seal the deal, can't tie it up, um, and the Cowboys get away and cover that five and a half that I know so many people had them on. Uh, what do you think about this game, man? Because I just think that this was a a really good example of how poor the Cowboys coaching is.
1: No, I agree. I was watching this game with my buddy. Actually, we were sitting down just watching this game morning, watching red zone. And I don't know who made the call at the end of the game. I don't know if it was Mike McCarthy, Kellen Moore, or if Dak, you know, took it on himself, but there was four minutes left. Washington didn't have all three timeouts left and they were up two scores and instead of running the ball, and even if they don't get a first down, it's already at the two-minute warning, and the best the football team can do at that point is score one touchdown, give the Cowboys ball back, game's over. They threw that pick six. Dak threw that pick six with four minutes left and on first down, and the football team didn't have all their timeouts. I don't know who made that play call, but like their head needs to be on the chopping block. That's horrible. Four minutes left, and you're throwing the ball? And you're up two scores. I just don't get it. I don't know what's going on down there. They look so good sometimes and they look so bad other times. Um, I don't think they're built for the playoffs this year. They're going to get there, obviously, because the NFC East is the worst division in football. Um, but I don't think the Cowboys are it. These analysts keep, you know, like rating them top five, top three team in the NFL each week. I don't get why they're doing that, but I just don't think that that's the team they are.
0: Yeah, I agree um okay so we had jags titans next don't really need to talk too much about this one i'm gonna ask you your opinion of trevor lawrence but we'll wait until i go over the game um game management game again you know high qbr but not an amazing game for him he rushes one in deontay foreman gets one that was the first touchdown that i know a couple people had um. Yeah. Twenty. Nothing. Cover the spread for me. Beautiful. Texans or Titans. Now nine and four. Jags two and eleven. Uh. But the Jags kind of lost this game for themselves. I mean, what what do you think about about Trevor Lawrence? Because I've always disliked him. Um. But I, I'm willing to say, like, his career's already done.
1: I differ from you yeah. there. I don't necessarily think Trevor Lawrence is the problem. Urban Meyer. Might be the worst coach I've ever, I've ever witnessed in my NFL fandom career. He's like Adam Gase. Yeah. Um, he is unbelievably bad. He just put out a quote. I don't know if that was our Trevor Trevor, or somewhere else. He said, um, we're not going to back down from the run game when we have a great running back like James Robinson. He benched James Robinson last week. Yeah. In the middle of the game. And then you're going to come out today and say you're not going to get away from the run game because you have a great running back like James Robinson. Like, dude, you, you're contradicting yourself every week. Your team can't score. Like, he needs to go. He's always got controversy. Somehow he's in the headlines and his team wins two games. I don't even know how that's possible. Um, so I think they need to send him to the shadow realm or back to college, somewhere that's not Jacksonville. And I think Trevor Lawrence could have a better career. Has he looked good? No, not at all. Not in the slightest. But has he had the most to work with either? Also, no. So I think he could potentially have a future. But if he has to hang around in Jacksonville too much longer with Urban Meyer, he's going to be going down with him.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um, You know, he's got to finish out his rookie contract. And I think that I know it's strange, but the owner in, in Jacksonville is kind of a terrible owner, as we know. I mean, look at his team over the past 10 to 15 years. Um, I think that urban's gonna stick around man and and it's just it's gonna spell disaster for Lawrence if he can get out of there alive, maybe he can salvage a career, but I don't know it's it's gonna be a weird thing okay lions fuck lions ten broncos thirty eight uh this didn't really go how I thought it would um golf comes out throws for two fifteen a touchdown an interception. Uh, this was the game where the Lions had just no running back. So they had Craig Reynolds as RB1. He gets 83 yards on 11 carries, which was kind of impressive. Um, Khalif Raymond with a touchdown in this one, but. Um, the story was the running game for the Broncos. Melvin Gordon, 24 carries, 111 yards, two touchdowns. Javante Williams, 73 yards, touchdown for him as well. Tim Patrick gets a touchdown, and uh, Javante Williams catches another one, actually. So Javante Williams' touchdown was a fucking lock. We both knew that. Um, Good result for the Broncos. Cover the spread, win by 28. But uh, Lions, who I thought would come out play some inspired football, um, absolutely did not. What would you take away from this one?
1: No, I was in a similar boat as you. Um, I thought the Lions would come out, at least make it close. Uh, I had Lions plus 19.5, and and it cost me two teasers. Um, But if you let another team, the other team, run on you like 45 times or whatever the total was, 40 times, and put up 40 points, that's disgusting. Because at that point, they're not even running the ball to run the clock out. They're running the ball to put points in your face and that's horrible um I thought they were gonna come out you know like you said play a little inspired football they finally got in the wind column you know maybe they're feeling good but they didn't and I learned my lesson well I haven't because I've been betting on them all year um but you know whatever I'm over the lines at this point I mean their season's been done for weeks uh the Broncos I still don't think are good either
0: I agree. I think they suck. Um, I think Teddy's kind of a fraud too. I mean, you know, you you dealt with him as QB for a year. Yeah, uh, Teddy two gloves. Yeah, Teddy two gloves. Giants twenty one, LA Chargers thirty seven. Chargers cover the spread in a. I mean, what a dominant performance from Justin Herbert. Comes out two seventy five, three touchdowns. Eckler um in- gets injured kind of like around halftime. Um, doesn't play the second half. Gets a touchdown for himself before he goes out, though. Jalen Guyton, amazing game. Palmer, good game. Uh, Mike Williams, good game. And all these guys really kind of are poised to go against the uh, Chiefs tomorrow night. Um, what do you think about this one? I mean, I, I think their offense looked great. Their their defense continues to be suspect, I think. Um, they can't really stop the run. And they still got kind of shredded here a little bit. Um, what do you think?
1: Yeah, no, this was like a pretty good get right game for the Chargers, in my opinion. In the recent weeks, we've watched them. They always they go on these like spells where they'll get down in the red zone four drives in a row, and then four drives in a row they'll go three and out. Um, But this was the first week that I felt they kind of avoided that lull that they've been finding themselves in, and they did look really good. They are missing a bunch of pieces this week, which obviously we'll get to when we get there. Um, but shout out Austin Eckler. Cause he was the last leg in my touchdown score parlay and he scored right before getting injured. So that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I think they look good. Uh, they avoided that law and I think Thursday night's going to be a hell of a game.
0: Yeah, I do too. I, fucking can't wait as long as it doesn't get flexed or canceled or the week gets canceled then we should be uh we should be headed towards a fantastic game okay uh no, oh my god this one hurts so much niners 26 bengals 23 Oh my live money line bets um i thought the bengals would come back i mean i had them <laughs> I had them at, like, plus four something, something uh, going into the fourth quarter. I really thought they would come back. I know a couple of us in the group chat said that they would. Um, but the Niners get this one in OT after Jesse Bates kind of um, fucked, uh, fucked an interception that he could have probably ran back. But Garoppolo, decent game, almost 300 yards, two touchdowns for him. Um, Jeff Wilson, Debo uh, Samuel kind of split the – uh, <clears throat> rushing attempts uh, Touchdown for Debo Kittle looked amazing in this game 151 yards um, And a touchdown putting up wide receiver numbers He's back to his best We'll see how long it is before he gets injured um, But on the Bengals side Burrow 350 Two touchdowns Mixon can't get in the end zone Motherfucker costed me Um, 60 yards for him T. Higgins a gigantic game Jamar Chase a gigantic game Chase gets two touchdowns and Higgins with 115 receiving yards. Uh what do you think about this game? I mean, I thought it was fucking incredible, actually.
1: Yeah, no, it was a great game. I also had Bengals money line that hurt really bad. Um yeah, Joe Mixon finally disappeared. Um, but I mean you can't really blame him. He scored, what, nine weeks in a row? He had to not score eventually and have a down game. Um yeah, Niners look good. I mean, Kittle is the man. Um they those Skill position players they have keep saving Jimmy G's job. It's pretty impressive at this point (laughs) that he's still hanging around a quarterback looking good. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it was a nice competitive game, one of the few games that was actually close during the week uh, during Sunday because, I mean, most of them were blowouts. But, yeah, that overtime L stung.
0: Yeah, it did. That was painful. I wish it wouldn't have gone into OT, to be honest with you. That made it hurt worse. Um, Bill's Bucks another one. I live bet the Bills money line, and they came close, but the Bucks get away. Uh, Bucks cover and ends 33 to 27. Josh Allen 308 yards, two touchdowns, an interception. Uh, he rushed for 100 yards in a TD as well. He looked great. This was a, a really solid performance from Allen. Um, and then Brady. I mean, wow. He he looked great. 363 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Fournette, 113 yards, touchdown for him. Brady even rushed one in with 16 yards for himself. Um, so he was kind of emulating Allen a little bit in this game. Godwin, another week where he gets a killer killer line, 105 yards on 10 receptions. Evans catches a peach in the back of the end zone. Um, Lenny Lenny had a rushing, and then I think Brashad Perryman um, caught the, uh, what's it called? caught the, the game-winning one where he just kind of got away on a little uh, route to the right. So, yeah, good, uh, good game for the Bucks. I thought that the Bills would win this one, um, which is unlucky. But, you know, we got to move. What, did you watch most of this game or not really?
1: Oh, yeah, no, I was heavily tuned into this one. And I know, you know, people always joke or have the conspiracy that the NFL or sports in general are rigged. The end of that game was very... Yeah, was, Clearly yeah, no. not officiated fairly, I'll say. Um, if, if Tom Brady throws that ball that Josh Allen threw that they didn't call the pass interference on, there would have been four flags in the end zone. Yeah. That was unbelievable. I could not believe what I was watching at that moment. Um, I called it in our group chat, and I'm saying it now after what I just witnessed with them not throwing flags in that game. It's going to be the Buccaneers versus the Chiefs in the Super Bowl for the NFL storyline. Patty Mahomes is finally going to beat Tom Brady, and Patty Mahomes is going to be the new... I mean, he already is kind of the face of the NFL, but he's going to be the new face of the NFL, and that's the storyline. I'm telling you now, and I'll see you all in February.
0: Oh, I would love it. Okay. Uh, Bears-Packers, the game where I won a majority of my money this week. I must have doubled, tripled down on the Packers. Uh, I mean, i When I woke up that morning, because I did fall asleep, I had like four or five winning bet slips. Um, The Bears come out, um, kind of dominate. You know, it was like 10-0 at one point, uh, you know, in the first going into kind of the middle of the second quarter. And then there's 45 points scored in the second quarter total. And then for the rest of the game, it's the Packers show. Um, 17 in the third, 17 in the, or seven in the fourth. Justin Fields evaporates um, and Rodgers comes out to play. I mean, 340 yards, four touchdowns. Um, Dylan and Aaron Jones split the load. Dylan gets most of the rushing. Um, and Devontae Adams is the story in this one. You know, he comes back off of a game where or off of a week where he's he's really not feeling so hot. Uh, has a hamstring problem, but ends the game with 121 yards and two touchdowns. He just he never disappoints, you know. In a game like this, Devontae and Rodgers are always going to show out. So I picked, char, I picked Packers minus five and a half, and Devontae to score for like fifty or a hundred bucks. And ah oh man, it was beautiful. And then I got Packers plus odds when they were down. So uh, what a game! Fantastic game. And and Rogers, he truly owns the Bears. You, I know you won on this one too. So what do you think?
1: Yeah, I also was live betting the Packers the whole time they were losing. Um, I just, the the whole outcome of that game was funny. The Bears dominating early, and then Robert Quinn does the double check and then immediately gives up 40 points. And then at halftime, they asked the Bears, they asked Matt Nagy how he feels, and he said, I'm having a lot of fun. And then (laughs) he gets smoked in the second half. Um, But yeah, I mean, Rodgers is the man. Packers are good. Made us a lot of money. Go Aaron Rodgers.
0: Yeah. Um, 100%. I just, he's one of those guys where you can pretty much always um, count on him. He did fuck us with the Vikings, but um, that was kind of a one off. Uh, Okay. Rams 30, cards 23. Rams cover. Um, What a game. Stafford, just what a game. This is what he's capable of all the time, but he comes out in a really, really necessary game. Make sure the Rams rise to 9 and 4. Cards now to 10 and 3. Um, 287 and three touchdowns for Stafford cup, 123 yards, a touchdown Beckham with a touchdown van Jefferson with a touchdown and their defense played well. I'd say for the first, um, or really towards the second half, I mean, third quarter, they shut the cards out. That's where the game super, uh, fell apart because the Rams put up two touchdowns in that time. Uh, not so great on the ground for the Rams, but you know, it was, it was all right. Um, Kyler has a good game, but throws two costly interceptions. AJ Green's the leading receiver here with 102 yards. James Conner had 94, but Hopkins was just, it took him so long to spawn in, um, in this one and he just didn't get anything done. I mean, he's, he's injured now. He's going to be done for the rest of the season. I saw that today. Um, there's a chance that he comes back in the postseason, but I think unlikely. What'd you think about this one?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I've been high on the Rams all year. Matt Stafford finally, you know, put it together against a very good team. Um, I mean, they did it early in the season, too, against the Bucks, but I'm saying in the recent weeks. Um, I still think the Rams are winning the West, man. That's been my take all season. I'm going to stick by it, especially now that, you know, the Cards lost D-Hop for what seems to be the remainder of the regular season. Um, I think the Rams win the West, and I think they get hot going into playoffs, and, I mean, they're going to be dangerous.
0: All right. Um, okay, let's move on to picks. Wow, I'm I'm really excited for picks this week. And you know what? It's very possible that we make all of these picks and then games get flexed or the week gets canceled because it seems to me that the entire week, uh, the entire league has COVID right now. Um, So no, you know, we're going to move into this Thursday night game. I'm going to make all of my picks um, for this game under the assumption that, The Chargers aren't going to have Eckler and they're not going to have Derwin James. That being said, it's actually one pick Chiefs minus three. I mean, I just the Chargers get me in these games where they I just expect them to come out and fire and they just come out and shit the bed. So I'm going to have to take Chiefs minus three. You know, will I hedge it? Maybe. But my heart's telling me the Chiefs win this game by like 25 points
1: yeah no i agree i'm on you with the chiefs so since the chiefs have started their winning streak right they've allowed 17 7 14 9 9 and 9 points their defense has finally come to play especially these last three weeks the not only are the the Chargers missing arguably their most valuable offensive weapon other than justin herbert at quarterback obviously Um, But they're also going to be missing Slater. And I know they talked about, oh, well, Herbert was good last year without Slater. But now Slater has become arguably their most important lineman with the way he's been playing. And with the Chiefs defense finally coming around and the offense looking electric, I don't see a way where the Chargers win this, especially with how much it means for the Chiefs in terms of winning the division. Yeah. Yeah. So Chiefs minus three.
0: Okay. Chiefs minus three. Uh, all right, we have the Las Vegas Raiders taking on the Cleveland Browns. Oh boy, I'll tell you what, this line has moved since this morning. Five and a half point swing. Raiders are now a one and a half point favorite going against the Cleveland Browns who are missing Kevin Stefanski, Baker Mayfield, uh, coach and QB for those of you that don't know the names. Um, they don't have one single healthy tight end. They do not have, um, arguably, you know, probably their best receiver in terms of pedigree, Jarvis Landry. They're fucked. I'm taking it. Raiders' money line at minus
1: 126. Yeah. No, Raiders' money line. Um, fuck the Browns. They're horrible. Um, yeah.
0: I hate them too. Bakers, so it's easy.
1: Bad regardless. Um, and honestly, I'm gonna sit on it and think about it, but I might put in an alternate line just for some added fun on the game because the Raiders really could blow the Browns out in this game. The Browns could put up zero points realistically yeah. with the players that they're gonna be playing with, and the fact that they don't even, they don't even have their coach either. Like this, they're essentially putting out their practice squad. Yeah,
0: I'm gonna check the handle the morning of though because if all the bets are on the Raiders, I'm gonna bet the Browns because I bet you this line continues to move in a favorable direction for the Browns. So we'll yes, see. I-, I might hedge myself because this seems too good to be true to me. Okay, Jeremy had an interesting stat before this next game. Do you have the the Colts stat, the money stat ahead of you or in your head still?
1: Yep, I got pull it pulled up right here. All so fifty eight percent cool. of the total, like of the total bets, are on the Patriots. So only forty two percent of bettors are betting on the Colts but 76% of the money that has been bet is bet on the Colts, which means the big bettors and most likely the sharp bettors are getting in on the Colts. Yeah.
0: Um, Like me. I mean, I don't bet with a lot of money, but I love the Colts here. I love them. Colts minus 2.5, that's the spread. Um, They are the favorite. This game is home. More than anything... I think the Colts coming off a bye are going to have rest. I think they're going to run JT until he can't run anymore. And when he can't run anymore, they're going to put it in the air. And the Pats have to lose a game soon. They can't just, I mean, when was the last time they lost? I can't even, I, I don't even know when it was. Dude,
1: I think it was like week three. I'm going
0: to check right now. It, it's dude, literally, they lost. it's Long, literally so. been like 12 weeks, 10 weeks. I mean, they're unreal. I I'm taking the Colts. I think Colts minus two and a half. It's just it's too good to be true, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, no, I am in on I want Colts money line with a JT touchdown. Yeah. Um, but the last time the Patriots lost was they lost thirty five to twenty nine to the Cowboys in it looks like week five or six. I don't know. Um, so they remember haven't lost that. in like nine weeks at least.
0: That's nuts. I said this morning, I think it was nine weeks. There's no way. They they don't, they don't win 10 games in a row, right, with a rookie QB. There's no fucking
1: no. way. Especially because in that span, they've beaten the Chargers, good. Yeah. The Titans, not as great as they were when they had Derrick Henry, but still not a bad football team. Oh, yeah, still so good. And now they just beat the Bills in what I would consider a fluky game due to the weather conditions, but they still outlasted the Bills.
0: Yep. Yeah, there's no way. I just don't think they can get away again, in my opinion. So we're both we're both on the Colts. Uh, I have two and a half. Jeremy has money line and John Taylor touchdown, which has proven to be very, very, very profitable. To me, I was gonna say that's the best fucking maker of season. the year. I mean, it, yeah. it's it's free. Um, okay, Washington football team versus the Philadelphia Eagles. This line's been changing. Opened at four and a half. Eagles were like minus one seventy five when I looked earlier um this week or earlier i think maybe it was monday or sunday afternoon what? but wow uh this is a weird one eagles minus 7 minus 290 on the money line i think they do win this game i don't think washington's all that good um wow this is this is funky we're going to probably have hurts in this one so I'm going to take the alternate spread. I'm going to take Eagles minus five and a half. They're going to win by a touchdown, in my opinion. Uh, We'll see. You know, this could be one that burns me, but I'm going to go with the birds in this one. Eagles minus five and a half at minus 130.
1: I'm taking the football team. Okay. Um, I I don't like the Eagles. Um, I don't either. Both from a fandom standpoint <laughs> and just a play quality yeah. standpoint. I like them more. I've been saying it. I've been preaching it since they put out Gardner Minshew that I like them more with Gardner Minshew at the current moment. I'm not saying it's a long-term fix. I'm not saying he's the the franchise quarterback or whatever. But I think at the current moment, Gardner Minshew gives them the best chance to win. And if they want to win now and get into the playoffs, this might be like a Nick Foles situation where they got to start Gardner Minshew. But they're going to throw Hurts out there, and I don't think he's going to bring it. And the football team might be without T- Taylor Heineke this week, which kinda, you know, kinda hurts them in my opinion. But Kyle Allen, former Panther, wasn't good. Um, <laughs> looked phenomenal last week. And for that reason, and the importance of this game for both teams, I'm taking the football team. Plus seven because I mean that's like you said, it's moved a lot. I think when I checked earlier in the week, it was like three and a half or something. So for it to go to seven is a big swing. So give me that, give me the Football team plus seven.
0: Okay, football team plus seven. I mean, that's at least they're giving you seven points. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We're gonna have some different I picks agree. this week. I mean, we were eleven and three last week. Hey, do you, you look at the spread pool. Who won?
1: Oh, I, I was thinking about that when we started doing the picks. I need to. Take it had a look it had to that have that.
0: been between you and me. It must have been close.
1: Uh, I agree. I think you might have edged me out though because I took the Panthers out of fandom. Oh no! Yeah. Okay, and of course they fucked me. All
0: right, we'll have to check it out after the show. Okay, um, Carolina Panthers. Speaking of, uh, take oh. on the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Bills are ten and a half point favorites. I hate taking the Bills to to cover these big spreads. Um, but you know what? I think there's going to be one big spread covered this week, and I think this is actually the one. I'm going to take Bills minus ten and a half, despite um my gut telling me that that's a terrible choice.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna take Bills. Um, I'll either be buying down to ten or nine and a half. We'll just say nine and a half for the sake of the podcast. But um, yeah, I'm going Bills minus nine and a half. There, are, Matt Rule was literally saying today how he hates playing two quarterbacks, and yet we continue to put in two quarterbacks, both of which just throw interceptions and don't do anything positive. At least Cam runs the ball a little bit, but both quarterbacks look bad, and we still keep playing both. Neither can find a rhythm. Bills defense. You know, we've been saying it forever. It's always suspect, but I think it's good enough to stop the Panthers. And the Panthers, as good as our defense has been all season, we're going to give up points to the Bills just because of the weapons they have. So I'm taking the Bills minus 9.5. And and I do think this is like the one big spread game that should cover this week. Yeah, I agree.
0: Okay, New York Jets taking on the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins minus 10. Jesus. Um over 42 that's my pick um that is where I set. Team. I I, i'm not were. picking these teams i like I, the money look at the money line values i mean they're so astronomical in either direction um and i'm not taking the jets to cover and i'm not taking the dolphins to cover i think they're clowns uh i think the jets let up a ton of points but i think that they can they're also good for 10 points so um, I'm going to take over 42 in this one. Watch it be like 10 to 7 or some bullshit like that. But um, I think both teams can score. It's just a matter of if they will or not. So I'm going to take a flyer at over 42.
1: All right. I've been taking the same pick ever since Miles Gaskin decided to finally be good again. Um, I'm, I mean, cause I hate betting when the dolphins are playing. So I'm taking Miles Gaskin touchdown. He is on the COVID list currently, but he's supposed to be off of it. Um, he was on the COVID list the 10th. Um, so he, sh- they said he has a phenomenal chance to play on Sunday. I don't see a way where he doesn't play with the way, with how fast people have been coming back um, from their COVID restrictions. So yeah, I'm taking Gaskin touchdown. I'm staying away from any mainline bet here. No totals, no <laughs> spreads, nothing.
0: Okay. Cool. Uh what was your taking Miles Gaskin, right?
1: Yep. Okay. All right.
0: Okay, we have Dallas Cowboys taking on the New York Giants up next. I fucking hate this too. Um ten and a half point favorites. I'm altering this one down. Um, I'm gonna be safe. I'm gonna be soft. I'm going to take Cowboys minus five and a half at minus two ten.
1: Okay. Um. Sheesh. What does I don't know what. Ten and a half is too big. What, I don't know what I want this game, man. Um. If the Giants, hmm. wow, there's not a single bet I like for this game off the top of my head. Um, what I am going to do, I'm going to take the Cowboys team total over 27 and a half.
0: Cowboys team total over 27 and a half.
1: Because the Giants love playing them close. Um, but I could see this being a game where it's close as in neither team decides they want to play defense.
0: Yep. I 100% co-sign that. Okay, cool. That's a good pick. Actually. Didn't even think about that. All right. Um, Tennessee Titans take on the Pittsburgh Steelers. This game's at Heinz. Uh, Steelers getting plus money here. Plus one Oh eight plus one and a half. Eh, I hate it. Titans minus one and a half is my pick. Um, Fuck the Steelers, man. I mean, they kind of are like an on-and-off team. Like one week they'll cover, one week they won't. Um, This would be the week that they do cover if we're looking at um, what happened last week with Minnesota. But I think we break the chain here. I think the Titans are in playoff form, and I think they win this game.
1: I'm going to lose money saying this, but I think the Steelers okay. win this football game. Like you said, there's just something about them. Right when you count them out, yep. they give you a reason not to. And then you buy back in, and then you want to count them out. And they fuck you. Uh, so, um, Hmm. I... Their team total's low, too. How low? 20. That's low. Hey, this- I'm going another team total.
0: Okay, alright. Uh, Steelers,
1: over 20 and a half.
0: Steelers over 20 and a half team total. Yeah.
1: Three touchdowns? They do that in the fourth quarter.
0: Yeah, they do. They always do if that. If
1: give me one by halftime, I'll, <laughs> I'll be happy.
0: Yeah. I mean, you're poised for, for safety at that point. All right. Interesting. Um, Jags versus the Texans. God almighty. Um, Texans. Tech- it's so bad. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna really burn myself with this piss. Uh, this pick, I know it. Um, Texans three and a half point dogs, plus one fifty on the money line. Over under is thirty nine and a half. While I like the over under, I'm gonna take Texans money line. I I think they win this game.
1: I could see that.
0: Yeah. I do. I think they win this game. I think we got a Brandon Cooks touchdown. I'm not going to take that, but,
1: it's you know, could happen. They did play week one, and uh, the Texans won.
0: I know. I remember because I had money on the Jags because I thought they'd be decent.
1: Everyone's <laughs> everyone was talking about Taylor Lawrence.
0: I Trevor Lawrence,
1: yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, Trevor. I, well, Taylor, that's how bad he's been. He doesn't even <laughs> have his real name anymore. Anyway. I don't know. Uh, um, fuck.
0: You know what? Yeah, give me the Texans' money. Let's go. We're riding the Texans. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: worst One of the worst teams in the league. We're both on the Texans. I just like plus 150 against a shitty team, you know. Maybe Lawrence comes out, maybe he doesn't. There's so much drama surrounding Urban. I love him for a dog. Okay, cards take on the Detroit Lions. 12.5 point favorites. I don't think they cover. I actually don't think they cover. I think the Lions cover this week. Um, I'm going to take a crazy over-under. I'm going to take 40... I'm going to take over 43.5, which is an alternate total. Um, I think that the Lions put up at least 14 points, and I think um, the Cards put up 30. That puts you right at 44. So I like it. I think that that's what we get in this one.
1: I'm going to say we were absolutely asleep at the wheel. We should have took this game last week. I'm looking at the opening lines. Yeah, It opened at Cardinals minus 6.5. Okay, well, I don't understand
0: why. Why would it have ever been that?
1: I don't know what the Lions win one game and all of a sudden they're a competitive football team. That is ridiculous.
0: There was lines for this.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Open p- minus six and a half Cardinals. Oh, that is geez, ridiculous. God,
0: it's twelve and a half now. It's a six point swing. Yeah.
1: Um. With that being said, the majority of bets on the Lions, which is ridiculous. Oh, fuck it.
0: Never mind. I'm switching then. Cardinals minus twelve and a half for me.
1: Yeah, I think I'm gonna take Cardinals minus nine and a half. I don't know what the odds are on that currently, but that just sounds good. Yeah. Um Cardinals minus nine and a half is one fifty. Oh, that's actually good value. I like that. Yeah, give me the give me the cardinals minus nine and a half.
0: Okay. What wait, really? It's one fifty?
1: Yeah, right,
0: dude? Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you then on that one. Um that's 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 ludicrous in my opinion. That's great for a parlay. Okay. Um Falcons Niners. Wow, yikes. Falcons plus 9. They're 9-point nine dogs against the San Francisco 49ers um at Levi Stadium. Ooh. Is it Falcons money line again this week? I don't think so. Um I'm going to take Falcons. I'm actually going to Alt this this spread. I'm taking Falcons plus ten and a half at minus one thirty. Oh boy man, those odds are sensational. Um Falcons plus ten and a half alt spread. Um because I don't like the touchdown scores or anything like that in this game. Rosters are just too in flux in my opinion.
1: Yeah, no, you read my mind, actually, with the plus ten and a half. I was going to um alt up to that, so I'm going with the Falcons plus ten and a half as well. Cool. I know it's still early in the week, it's only Wednesday, but 76% of the bets are on the Niners spread. That's insane. That, that is why Vegas wins all our money, That's people.
0: That's so insane. People are actually betting that?
1: Yep. Minus and nine? Yep, and that's why we take them plus 10 and a half,
0: baby. Oh, that's ludicrous. Okay, I feel so confident in plus 10 and a half. All right, Bengals take on Bron- the Broncos. Bengals are plus plus two and a half against the Broncos. This is so free, dude. Bengals money line. I know they're probably trying to entice us into taking the Bengals, who looked kind of fraudulent at points last week, but I think they got to get a win here. I don't think the Broncos are good. This is an easy decision for me. Bengals money line plus 124.
1: I agree. I think Vegas and just people in general um, overhyped the Broncos defense a little bit too much. They're still stuck in like the era when they had Peyton Manning and Von Miller was in his prime. And, you know, don't get me wrong. The defense is still good, Yeah. Um, but it's not what it used to be. I'm um, in on the Bengals' money line.
0: Okay. Bengals' money line. Beautiful. Um, what's next? We have Green Bay versus Baltimore. Oh, this is so easy, dude. The Packers are four and a half point favorites. Come on, dude. I know all the money's going to be on the spread, but they're going to cover it. Oh, it is
1: eighty-seven percent on Packers. I,
0: I don't even think I care. Packers four and a half. I agree. I um, I, I mean, come on, really? I is
1: Lamar going to play, or is he still done? No,
0: I don't think so. I think they're it's a, it's an ankle injury. I think they're waiting to hear back, but there's been no update so.
1: Because that over could be in play.
0: I think the over is in play regardless. Because
1: the Packers put up like 30
0: points. I mean, they do that with ease. They did that in one quarter. Yeah. 24 points, 21 points.
1: Just for the sake of us not taking the same picks the whole way to the end of this board here, because I feel like that could be a trend with the I'm looking at these final games. I'm going to take the over.
0: Okay. All right over 43 and a half yeah i mean it's it, it's it's in play i i would say that it's probably likely at this point
1: i'm actually going to alt it to 41 and a half that way it's just um 42 points which is six touchdowns okay instead of six and a field goal
0: over 41 and a half alt spread beautiful all right um seattle versus what are they doing with these lines, dude? <laughs> Seattle opens as a four and a half point dog against the Rams, who just batter the fuck out of the Cardinals for three quarters.
1: I mean, uh, um, something weird
0: is happening. Uh, I'm going to take Seahawks' money line. I'm. Um. <laughs>
1: I actually yeah. Uh, where I'm going, wait till you hear this one. Okay. I'm taking Rams minus six and a half. All give me the plus money.
0: Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I that's probably what's going to happen, right? But I think the Rams are going to or the Seahawks are going to play spoiler. I think I think that they're going to come out and and actually show up and play. Um, not going to have OBJ in this game. So offense is going to be a little different. Uh, probably no Higby. We'll see if there's more COVID on the Rams or not. The Seahawks seem to be one of the teams that isn't, hasn't been affected by COVID yet. Um, the signs are telling me Seahawks' money line. There's no way that it hits. But you have to go with the signs when, when they show up, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. So Jeremy has the good pick for that one. I have the flyer. Uh, we have oh, there's still two games left. Holy shit! Okay, um, New Orleans versus Tampa Bay. Historically, a interesting matchup. Um, what? Like these spreads are nuts this week. There's so many trap spreads, like it's it, it's so it's so evident to me. Um, I'm gonna take the Buccaneers minus six and a half. I think they win by a touchdown.
1: Okay. I'm gonna go. So fun fact: sixty three percent of the bets are on the Saints. Um, interesting. <laughs> but Why? yeah, I'll. I was just gonna go down to nine and a half, but I'll go to six and a half with you.
0: Okay. I um, I just think that's probably safe. Okay, uh, one more from us guys. The Minnesota Vikings take on the Chicago Bears. Vikings are three and a half point favorites, minus one eighty six on the money line. Over is at forty four. I think every single one of these. I think the over is in play. I think three and a half is in play, and I think I think minus one eighty six on the money line is a good pick as well. We're staying away from the Bears. I'm going to take Vikings money line, but I think they probably cover the spread too.
1: I am also in on Vikings money line.
0: Okay. All right. Um wow, this is one of those weeks where we have a lot of the same picks, but very um at some really crucial points as well. So, I'd like to thank you all. Oh, Locks of the Week,
1: dude. Yeah, Locks
0: of the Week, can't forget that. I man. almost forgot because we've been we've been crushing it over the past like 4 weeks on Locks of the Week. Okay. Um do you have yours or no? Oh yeah. Okay. What is it?
1: Colts money line JT touchdown.
0: Okay. Beautiful. I love it. Do you know what the odds are on that?
1: Uh I don't. They don't have touchdown scores out currently.
0: Okay. All right. Well, um guys, you'll see it when you place your bet on Sunday morning. That's the first bet I place every week to be honest. So, um I'm sure that we will all see it. Um when that comes around. My locks of the week are Falcons ten and a half. Yes. Um Colts two and a half. And Bucks six and a half. Falcons, Bucks, Colts. They're all gonna cover. We're gonna win some money this week again. We will not let Vegas take back all. All the sweet money we won last week. All right, that's it. You have anything for him, Jeremy? Or are we good to close out?
1: We are good to close out. I'm actually going to hop out right now. I got a haircut here in a half hour. All right. It was a pleasure. Let's win some money, and I'm sure I'll be talking to you shortly.
0: Let's win some money. See you, brother. All right, guys. Good. Make sure you check us out on social media at Post20Pod. Twitter, Instagram um, are the two spots where we really exist. And also, you are welcome to check us out wherever you can find podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud as well. That's all we have for the week 14 review, week 15 preview. I appreciate y'all listening, and we'll see you next week. All right, take care and good luck.